Hey, Taco the Towners, just a quick note before we start the show. Next week is our special Cinco de Taco episode of Taco the Town. We're going to have former guests back. We're going to eat a lot of tacos and drink a lot of margaritas and celebrate Cinco de Mayo in Taco the Town style. So be sure to tune in next week for our Cinco de Taco extravaganza. And now, on to our special 25th episode of Taco the Town with special guest Aisa Palomares. Welcome back to Taco the Town, the podcast where it's always Taco Tuesday. I'm your host, Dave, and I've never met a taco I didn't like. It is our special 25th episode of Taco the Town. That means we are a quarter-ish of the way through our taco reviews of the Kansas City taco scene. Only 117 more to go, but it's also a list that keeps growing and growing. Thanks for sticking with us for the first 25 episodes and riding this taco train with us where it will end up, nobody knows. I'm joined here by executive producer of Taco the Town, Chris Garibaldi. Chris, thanks for being here for the 25th episode. Thanks for having me. I mean, it seems like just yesterday we recorded that first episode. Humble beginnings, but here we are 25 episodes in. It's a huge accomplishment. All due to you, Dave. Congratulations. No, no, no. I mean, you you play a very big part, but thank you for for recognizing me. You play a very big part in this as well. I toast you with this glass of tequila, which after two sips has gotten me loopy. <laughs> I will toast you with this PBR <laughs> and say taco cheers. the town. And we are cheersing with our guest as well, which she will be introduced shortly. Chris, how are things at the Taco the Town office these days? Are things going swimmingly? They're fantastic. The plaques have gone out. I don't know if anybody heard the Kansas City episode where we were on together, but there are plaques, and we've sent out 20 of them. All the expectations we set about those plaques better be met. If you get a plaque, anyway, I'm not going to get into it again, but those plaques better be on the wall when we get to those tacos. They're very fancy, shiny, pretty plaques that say, congratulations, you were featured on Taco the Town. Wet signature by Dave Keith. This is not a rubber stamp. No, he signed real each deal. one. Any clients coming forth wanting Taco the Town product? Are you kind of inundated with calls or how's it going? Is the phone ringing off the hook, I guess? Yeah, no calls yet. Oh, okay. Um, uh, not a lot of requests for product. And by not a lot, I'd say none. Um, but I still, but I think I'm, you know, I'm still very excited about what's going on here. And actually, well, there's tons of listeners. We're, our listeners are now, our listens are now in the thousands. So that's good. Great. Are there any products like maybe a Taco the Town fidget spinner or a Taco the Town slap bracelet coming out? Something the kids would like? Absolutely. Both. Anything you can think of, we're, we're open to branding for Taco the Town. Great. Well, thanks for being here. And um, here's to another 117 plus episodes. Here we go. Taco the Town. Cheers. 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 Like I said before, I've never met a taco I didn't like. Actually, there is one place that I did have a bad taco experience at, and that place will go unmentioned until my agent says it's the right time for me to talk about it. Today, we'll be reviewing another great Kansas City taco destination. We'll be joined by a special guest who will share her favorite taco place with us. We'll share some stories, share some laughs, and most importantly, share some tacos. Welcome to Taco the Town. Let's find out what Taco Place we'll be reviewing this week. (music) 
This week's taco destination is La Fonda El Taquito. Located at 800 Southwest Boulevard, Kansas City, Missouri, 64108, La Fonda El Taquito is a family-owned taqueria and bar located in the heart of Southwest Boulevard. Right there on the corner with that blue awning, you can't miss it. I know you've driven past it a million times. La Fonda El Taquito has been serving authentic Mexican food in Kansas City for nearly 40 years. Specialty dishes like their signature carnitas, famous chicken soup, their taquitos, of course, and their popular deep-fried tacos will make you want to come back for more. They offer low-key Mexican fare with an amazing drink menu. Stop by for lunch, dinner, or even breakfast on weekends. Their menu features family recipes that have remained consistent and loved by Kansas City since 1979. They are reasonably priced, and they offer a fun neighborhood bar-type atmosphere. Get a taste of Mexico at La Fonda El Taquito. Let's meet this week's guest. She is an actress, a native of San Antonio, Texas. She has worked as a stunt double and body double for actress Jessica Alba. From 2009 to 2014, she worked for Robert Rodriguez and Troublemaker Studios in Austin, Texas. Here in Kansas City, she's done work for Hallmark Cards, as well as starring in that slick, shiny new Minsky's Pizza commercial they play on Kansas City television a lot. I'm sure you've seen her. It's the one with the guy, and he tricks her, and he, she thinks he is cooking, but he really just ordered Minsky's. It's a complicated backstory to that ad. I'm not sure where where it all uh, shakes out. Maybe I can ask my guest on on the backstory on that commercial. She's a former resident of Austin, Texas, a very good taco town, as well as San Antonio, which is an amazing taco town. She knows her tacos. Let's just put it that way. She's currently in the Midwest exploring, as well as exploring other parts of the United States. She's interested in people and great food from all parts of the world. Welcome to Taco the Town, Aisa Palomares. How are you? I'm good. Thanks for being here. <laughs> Thanks for having me. So can you explain the backstory to that Minsky's ad? What's the story? What are they trying to, to say in that ad? So Minsky's, so he comes home. Well, so I come home from work and he's making me a pizza. And I think that, you know, it's a homemade pizza that he's spent a lot of time and, and legwork on it. And then at the end of, while I take my first bite of the pizza, I realize this is not, this is not your pizza, dude. This is a Minsky's pizza. So he's tricking you. Totally tricking me. But he also took the time to fake that he is cooking. So he's really is cutting up all the ingredients in the kitchen. So he's, he's tricking you into thinking he made it, but he really just ordered takeout. That's the story. That's the story. I mean, if you were in a relationship like that where a guy spent money to fake <laughs> that he made that pizza, what is wrong with that guy? I don't know. There's some weird things going on in that relationship. Totally. Um, I, I would think the gesture is really sweet and I would probably laugh. Oh, okay. So you'd be cool with it. Yeah. I think I'd, I think it, it's it's funny. Okay. So you you really got deep into that character and you you believed. I mean, you you are that character. Right. That you play in that commercial. Exactly. That's when you're like, Minsky. Yeah. <laughs> I know you. Yeah. 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 Okay. <laughs> All right. Now I understand. Sorry. I, I, I just wanted the backstory on that because it's hard to pick up in that 30 seconds. Yeah. What's, you can't, what's you can't really tell. No. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, and that was in shot in like a cool loft where you can see the Kaufman Center oh out gosh. the window. That was a pretty cool location. That location has been one of my favorite locations to to have worked here in Kansas City so far. Is it a real apartment or is it like a uh, oh, studio? No. It's a real it's a real loft. Oh, nice. Yeah. Yeah. Gosh. It's probably pretty pricey, huh? Super pricey. <laughs> Super pricey. So people shoot there a lot. Oh yeah. Yeah. Cause it's got a great view. The views, the views beautiful. Yeah. When did you come to Kansas city a couple years ago or a year ago? How I, long have you I came there? into Kansas city visiting, um, some friends and family back in 2006, the summer of 2016. And while I was visiting, I met some people that were in the commercial business, um, and told me that, you know, places like Sprint and Hallmark are based here. I had no idea. And um, so I was curious to see what it would be like to to be an actress in the commercial world here. So I got an agent at Exposure. And um, after a couple of weeks with signing with them, I started booking. And 
uh, I, I book a lot of work here in Kansas City in comparison to Texas. There's a lot of my look in Texas. Right. And so I kind of stick out like a sore thumb here. So I found my own little niche. But you still do work for Troublemaker from time to time? Or do you go back to Texas? I know you I, I do. Yeah. I do. Um, I've made a lot of connects through Troublemaker. And so, yes, Robert is a real good friend of mine. And we keep in touch. Um, but I haven't done any doubling um, of stunt work or body doubling in, in a bit. I've been focusing more on my own uh, characters in the film world. When you are the body double for Jessica Alba or stunt double. Uh-huh. Do you have a background in in stunt work or are you I grew up a kickboxer no, or No, I grew up super athletic. I played sports from like age 4 literally until I graduated high school. All sports, basketball, softball, ran track, played tennis, volleyball. I stuck to softball in high school. That was my my most um my my best sport that I was I was best at naturally. And um so when I started off as a body double for Machete, um, on the sequel, I came back um, as a stunt double because on accident, her stunt double wasn't scheduled for one of the reshoots that day. So I ended up stunt doubling for her, Jessica Alba, Vanessa Hudgens, Alexa Vega. And um, even on the first machete, I got to do some stunts for Lindsay Lohan. Oh, nice. As a matter of fact, when she's wearing her nun suit, right. you can't see me, but you can see my, my brown wrist sticks out in one of the scenes. <laughs> When she's, look for when she's using the machine gun. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so it, it was kind of by accident. And I remember jumping out of a van that day on set and, you know, doing a little tuck and roll. And we got in, a, in like a couple takes. And I, and I at the end of the I was there for four hours as opposed to 14 hours and saw the difference in paycheck. And I was like, this is so much more fun. And I get paid so much more. <laughs> I'm going to start taking some some classes and get into this stunt thing. So I, I ended up doing some stunt work for, for a couple of years there and also worked with uh, Nikki Reed on an independent film. Um, so yeah, lot, lots of fun and I'm still into it. What's the hardest stunt you've had to do? Probably that one because that one sticks out in my head. So was it a moving van? It was a moving van. Yeah. It was going maybe about maybe 10 miles per hour. Did they have a cushion for you to land on or mm-hmm. were you landing on the end? No, there was a cushion. It was all about timing and... That's really about it. You get one chance. <laughs> I did a movie. I directed and wrote a movie called Dale's Still Dead, which is on YouTube if you want to watch it, um, <laughs> where my friend Mike Weatherford had to jump out of a truck, a moving truck, which was going about 10 miles an hour. And this we did not do padding. We did not do. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> and this was on like a highway. And he landed, I think, on his arm. I think he jacked his arm up pretty bad. I would, I would kept, say so. It was a good, that was the take we used. So I think he only did it once and that's the take we used. So stunt work is no joke. No joke. You I get remember, really messed up. I remember working for Nikki Reed in, in the independent film and um, it takes place at a skating rink, one of the scenes. And I had to fall over and over again on my side and I couldn't walk for about a couple of days after yeah, that. Yeah. yeah, it was intense. So much fun though. Yeah. It's kind of addicting. It's really weird. The, <laughs> adrenal- the adrenaline rush. Yeah. It's so much fun. Got to get into stunt work. I think. <laughs> we'll do it before your knees go out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I've already got terrible knees. So. so Danny Trejo, you've worked with him before. You just did a movie with him called Bad Asses on the Bayou. We did. We completed that film, I believe, in 2014. It's been, it's been a few years now. Um, and we're in the works of another film coming up. Um, I can't really talk too much about it, but it's, it's, I'm just, it's kind of, we're just kind of playing the, the waiting game right now. And he's a huge taco fan. He has his own taco franchise. Yes. Trejo's Tacos. He just opened up his own taco franchise about almost three years now. It's right there. I know the one I've seen was, is the one in Hollywood that's right next to, um, the poutine place right yes. there on, uh, in Hollywood, um, is that the only location? No. Does he have more? No, since then he's he's opened up, I want to say, I want to say he has about five locations now. And he was here in Kansas City back in February and you got to hang out with him and, and when he was here for Comic-Con, Planet Comic-Con. And yes. you, did you show him Kansas City, show him some taco places? I did. Or? I did. I took him to my friend J.C. Chiron's family's taco restaurant, or I would say Mexican restaurant. But they have amazing tacos. On Thursdays, they have a dollar taco 
deal. And it's that's the place we're re- reviewing today, right? La- yes. La Fonda. La Fonda El Taquito. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he liked it. He loved it. Yeah. His, him and his agent came. Um, and they both they both really, really liked it. They're they're surprised to find a, a gem. So what's your personal taco history? You come from huge taco towns, San Antonio and Austin. You've lived in both cities. Mm-hmm. Tell me about you growing up in your personal taco history. Did you grow up eating a lot of tacos? I grew up eating so many tacos coming from, you know, part Mexican culture. Uh, my grandmother, my dad's mother, um, would make homemade tacos, I mean, on the daily. And so when you grow up eating grandma's tacos, it's just everything is it's it's just super hard not to compare. Right. Um, but I was I was very, very lucky to have experienced that. And so but there's tons of places in San Antonio um, that have grandmas um, in the kitchen, you know, at these restaurants making awesome tacos. And it's everybody has like their own recipe. What I miss about their tacos is the homemade tortillas. Best part. And then you said Austin is a very different taco culture than San Antonio. It's not as authentic, but it's got its own highlights. The, yeah. So Austin um, kind of did their own twist on on tacos um, at different locations and still super delicious. Um, in an, I would say an infusion on tacos. Uh, they opened up a lot of food trucks, became popular in 2008, I would say, is when taco trucks were just like everywhere. Uh, and and there are there are still if you go deep in the east you can find some good good restaurants too, um, and a couple of really really awesome taco trucks that are authentic and remind me of San Antonio. So how would you rate Kansas City's tacos compared to? Or have you found any places in Kansas City besides is La Fonda pretty close to authentic? La Fonda, yeah, it reminds me a lot of Grandma Grandma's tacos, like homemade family traditional tacos um there is a place called san antonio's um and i think there's a couple locations um here in town and i'd have to say they are pretty close if not right there i mean it's amazing yeah it's great so what are your i've never been to austin i've never been to san antonio what are some of the best places to go like if i was going to take a road trip to austin what's your top two or top three taco places in Austin. Okay. So one of them has no name. It's literally a taco truck. Um, just no name on the side of the taco truck. No name on the side of the taco truck. It says tacos. It, it's in a, it's in a parking lot off Riverside and 35. You'll see a big bingo facility there, but it's in that parking lot and they're amazing. That's probably my fave of all of the, the taco bingo trucks parking lot, the bingo parking truck. lot of Riverside and 35 in Austin. Yeah. Um, okay. So Torchy's tacos is a big hit. Um, they, I guess they're again, they're like a, an infusion taco place, but man, they make some really, really good tacos. That's one of my favorite. There's taco deli. Um, they have multiple locations just like Torchy's now. Taco deli is up there. If you're ever in Austin, try taco deli. Can't go wrong. What about San Antonio? Where are the top taco places in San Antonio? San Antonio, um, they're the more in the restaurants, I'd say. Um, go on the east side. They're every, I mean, they're like on every block. I, I, I couldn't even tell you the names. I'm sure there's. But I mean, there there's there's a lot. Yeah. Um, I would say the east side and the northeast side. Um, there are torches in, South Town. in um in all in all Texas towns pretty much or is it just in like the northern Texas towns torchies or is it kind um, of a chain that's all it, over Texas it's a chain that I think is all over Texas now they um, just put one in Tulsa mm-hmm. which is the closest to Kansas City so we're thinking about doing a remote down oh. to Tulsa to go to torchies so. you would you would not be disappointed no it I would keep be worth hearing the trip. about it I gotta taste it so. yeah yeah I would each episode of taco the town we like to check the taco stories of the week in okay. the news. It's called the taco ticker. Would you like to check the taco ticker with me? I would love to check the taco ticker. All right. Let's do it. So yesterday, the day we're recording this is 421. Yesterday was the holiday 420, as the kids call it. For blaze up. Blaze up 420, yes. Did you uh, celebrate 420 at all? I did partake. Oh, you did? I would I would be lying if I said that I did not. Okay. 
So with the legalization of recreational marijuana on January 1st in the state of California, California has started to infuse many of their foods and wines with THC, the psychoactive ingredient in marijuana. This is part of a cannabis foodie movement that will include infused tacos and burritos. Is that something you might like to partake of? Absolutely. This is so strange how the universe works because I am not kidding. Um, six days ago, I was literally watching on, I had a YouTube binge for about an hour and a you half. Fell down a YouTube hole. Found, I fell down a YouTube hole of, um, I forget the name of the guy that hosts the show, but he travels um, all over the U.S. And Anthony Bourdain. It's not Anthony Bourdain. It's another guy. The bald dude. He's in, he's I think he's Indian. Oh, I don't know that one. I'm pretty sure he's Indian. Oh my gosh! But his show is so much fun, and I had no idea these places existed. And they take you all over the farms, and they 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 show you the the process of how they they do it. Whether it's like the jams or the syrups or whatever, I mean, it's it's incredible. Where did he go? Was he in like California? Or was he in Denver? Um, all all up and down the West Coast. Yeah, uh, Seattle. He was in Portland, California. They have like these bed and breakfasts that you can stay at. Yeah, that like they offer everything there from like the massage oils to it's big business. Now. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I really think I would like to try one of these tacos. Oh my gosh, me too. I think that's like, that would be a oh my gosh. good time. Let me know when you go on that ride. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> my friend Michael was at a bar this week in LA and they were serving infused cocktails. Just, it's just a thing now. Chris, have you, have you, uh, have you started to partake when you're on the West Coast? I can't do that. I get drug tested at work. Oh, okay. Never mind. So the the show that I'm talking about on YouTube or the channel um, is called Bong Appetit. That's on uh, Vice Vice. It's Land. on Vice Network, yeah, yes. Yeah. Which is probably the only network I mean the only reason why I would have cable is for that network. Seventy five percent of their shows are about weed. I know. Yeah. It's great. They had a great show called Abandoned where this guy just went to abandoned like malls and amusement parks and <laughs> hung out. And that's kind of my vibe. That's really cool. So I really like that show. And oh, and he skateboards at all the abandoned places. So he went to like Detroit and went to the abandoned areas of Detroit, skateboarded, uh, went to a mall and skateboarded, went to a, an abandoned uh, water park and skateboarded, which was really That dangerous. would be really cool. Now, do you mean getting on old yeah. rides? Yeah. Oh my goodness. And he went to uh, an old like swamp amusement park and it was just, gator infested and snakes were everywhere so i guess it was the hurricane hit and they just shut the uh shut the whole amusement park down and so like the animals took it over but he still went there and like skateboarded and he did like a route 66 trip which i've done before where he just kind of stopped at abandoned places along route 66 and skateboarded so i remember seeing your posts i was a, into it it's a great uh channel so if, if you contact your cable company to get vice network because it's a great great channel all right, taco ticker story number two. If you're out of work and you love tacos and you think Chipotle is overrated compared to other fast, casual Mexican chains, then Moe's Southwest Grill might just have the perfect job for you. We used to have Moe's here. Do you have Moe's in Texas? I don't think so. It's kind of like a Chipotle. I feel like I would know. I yeah. don't think so. We used to have them here. They all went out of business. That's because the Atlanta-based company, Moe's Southwest Grill, wants to make you their newest CTO. Chief Taco Officer. The role, the temporary, in, in, uh, in parentheses, the temporary role, their primary responsibility is to serve as sort of a cheerleader and company mascot, getting Moe's Southwest Grill fans excited about the new Three Amigos Tacos, a trio of chicken, steak, and carnitas tacos. This will all happen during the chain's first taco tour, slated for this summer, a 12-city fiesta of flavor that starts in Atlanta on June 1st. While whoever lands the role won't be earning a traditional C-suite level salary, that doesn't mean that Moe's won't compensate them for their taco touting efforts. Airfare, food, and accommodations for the duration of the taco tour will be paid for. The CTO will also get free swag, a trip to Moe's Atlanta test kitchen, a $1,000 
CTO fun budget, and of course, all the free tacos your stomach and heart desire. In addition to loving Moe's and possessing an unending passion for tacos, candidates must be 18 or older and have two weeks to travel around the time of the taco tour. That sounds like an amazing job. I want that job I want right to, now. Yeah. I mean, it sounds like the best life. I might need a little more than $1,000 of fun money, but. Yeah, but I don't know. I think I'd take it. Yeah, it says you just have to like tacos and getting other people to like tacos. That's kind of my job here on Taco the Town. That's super easy. Why are they not just contacting me directly and hiring me? Because this is my job. They will. Moe's is more of a burrito place, though, so I'd have to test their tacos to make sure they're good, which I'm sure they are because I love all kinds of tacos. So start writing your Carnitas-themed cover letter today and hope for the best. Are you at the point in your life where you can take two weeks off to go on a 12 city taco tour? I could. You could? I could. Drop everything? Yeah, I could. I would. I mean, I would just drop everything. That's kind of how I am. If like, if it was that, that's important. I think a lot of, I think a CTO is something a lot of companies are going to need to start putting in their businesses because tacos are becoming more mainstream. Businesses need to identify that tacos are something that their employees and their customers want more Mm -hmm. often. Mm -hmm. More companies need to have taco bars in their offices. I think Moe's is on the, you know, in the forefront of this whole taco-related culture. Yeah. Moe's, man. I got to check out some (laughs) Moe's ASAP. I need to head down to Atlanta, I guess, or turn in my um, application for that position. Just do it. I mean, unless you want to go out for it. I would not... I would not submit my application if you wanted to submit your application. I think we could just we could do it together. We could just team up. Two CTOs. Okay. We we could team up. Yeah. We could do a joint cover letter. Yeah. I would drop I would drop everything for that for two weeks. Same. All right. Let's do it. Thanks for checking out the taco ticker with me. Thanks for ticking with me. So this is the part of the show themed more towards Kansas City because people always stop me in the streets. They like they jump me. They they grab my arm and they go, Dave, you need to talk more KC topics. We love the tacos, but we want to talk about our city and what we can do to improve it. What needs to be done to this city? We want to talk politics. We love your tacos, but we want more more city talk. So this is called Town of the Taco. Would you like to talk some Kansas City with me? Let's talk some Kansas City. All right, let's do it. Town of the Taco. Kansas City, you're the place I love. So I've got the Kansas City Cup here full of Kansas City topics. I'm going to have Aisa pull a Kansas City topic and we'll discuss it. Dig a little deeper, yeah. So the topic is favorite Casey celebrity. Oh, oh, wow. That sounds like fun. Someone that's from Kansas City or someone that's here now. Okay, so I'm not so I'm new here, to be fair. I'm not super familiar with the celebrities from here, but I want to say that I heard a rumor that um, the voiceover for Yoda, the original Yoda lives in Missouri, not far from KC. Is that true? Well, Tom Kane, who is the current voice of Yoda, lives in Kansas City. Okay, maybe that's who I'm thinking. I had no idea. He does all of his voiceovers from his basement or from his house, from his home studio. And he is the voice of Yoda. And he's the voice of Admiral Akbar from uh, Last Jedi who passed away. Admiral Akbar did in The Last Jedi. So he and he does all the all the video games. He does Yoda, Admiral Akbar. He also does a character on the Clone Wars. Okay. Um, So he is he is personal buddies with George Lucas. And we hope to have him here on the show sometime. But yeah, he lives just down the street from me. Oh my God. I would love to meet him and pick his brain. I think he does the villain on Powerpuff Girls. He's the voice of the Scrubbing Bubbles ads on TV. And he does all the Pixar uh, trailer voices. Yeah. So you want to meet him? I would love to meet him ASAP. He is a good Kansas City celebrity. I would love to just, I would love to, I would pay to take classes through him. Like, I can arrange that. Oh my goodness. I'll arrange it. I think he would love tacos. I have a feeling he would love tacos for some reason. I think he would. <laughs> <You're right. laughs> 
what are some other Kansas City celebrities that are from here that grew up here? So every summer they do the big slick charity event, which yeah. is like Paul Rudd comes back. Oh, Paul Rudd. That's right. I'm a huge Paul Rudd fan. Paul Rudd, Jason Sudeikis, yes. uh, Rob Riggle. So many. Eric Stone Street from Modern Families from KC. I had no idea yeah. he was from here. All those guys. Yeah. So they always come back once a year to do that. Oh, my goodness. Show, so we've got to do something yeah. with them. And uh, who went to KU? Uh, Don Johnson from Miami Vice went to KU. I met Don Johnson. You did? I met Don Johnson in 2009. Oh, well, he was in Machete, wasn't he? was in Machete, he? yeah. Yeah. Was he the bad guy? Yeah, he was a really nice dude. <laughs> he was awesome. a really nice dude, yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of famous Kansas Cityans that fly the coop and don't stick around. Yeah. But what are you going to do? They come back and visit once in a while. Yeah. Home is home. All right, well, let's... Let's pull another topic from the Casey Cup. Yes, this is fun. KCI Airport. All right. This is a good topic. What do you think as an outsider, as a non-Kansas City resident or local, just new to the city, what do you think of our airport? I like it. I like it because it's small, straight to the point. I get in, I get out. It's it's very basic and it also kind of reminds me like i'm in like 86 yeah i have the same exact feelings as you i like it it's convenient there aren't a lot of places to shop but i don't need to shop at the airport i just want to get on my plane get out of town same here i'm a fan and you can drive right up someone you can get dropped off right at your gate go in get out of town security too is very nice it's a little cramped because it was built before the whole security thing happened. So the security is a little cramped, but compared to other places. Compared to like LAX, oh my goodness, I'll take it. Yeah, it's I like KCI. I'm upset they're going to revamp it. If they're revamping it, they're just doing that for out-of-town people. They're not doing it for, for us no. that live here. Yeah, yeah they want to bring more people here. I mean, I was amazed the first time I ever went to an airport that had like shops and like restaurants in it i was blown away i was like is this a shopping mall or an airport this is pretty cool how old were you when that happened i think it was like when i was a teenager okay yeah i didn't fly a lot okay i was more of a road trip we were more of a road trip family we'd go to florida in the van you know Mm -hmm. but i think i went to like what was the atlanta airport or like uh, the pittsburgh airport or uh, cincinnati airport and i was like wow there's like shops and they're open yeah and you can shop in it. KCI, you're right, is very basic. It's very funky. It's very 1986. I would even say 1976. <laughs> but And if you're there after 10 p.m., there's nothing open. You cannot eat. I feel bad for people that are stranded here, like in the snowstorm or something, or ice storm where they have oh, to stay at the airport yeah. overnight because there's nothing That's to, a good point. I guess that would be one of the cons. But besides like that, I mean... Yeah, I guess I guess another bar too or late night spot would be nice. Yeah, like a like a club, like where you could go dance, maybe something. You're yeah. right because I forget about the ice storms and the snowstorms. That is not fun. No, KCI is kind of built out of the way unless you live in the Northland. Yeah. That, oh yeah, that's another. That's, that's a kind of a complaint I have. I want to say that whoever built the city and chose the airport to be out there. I'm not sure what they were thinking. I think they were thinking the area was going to build up a lot sooner than it actually did start building up around the airport. That area yeah. out there. But it's so far from downtown. I don't yeah. I don't get it. City planners were a little off. Yeah. But now there's actually stuff around there. But back in the day, I mean, okay. even like 15 years ago. When did they build Zona Rosa? 15 years ago? 10 years ago? Yeah, it's always been just out in the middle of nowhere until most more recently. Yeah. But the old downtown airport is very cool. Have you been to the downtown I have. I am fortunate to have a Russian friend here in town that um, he's a pilot and he has a plane and I've gotten to, to ride on it and it was really fun and beautiful. A producer, Chris. Zona Rosso was built in 2004, Dave. That was 14 years ago. Oh, so I was, yeah, I was 14, wow. 14 15, yeah. But I hear Zona Rosa is like going broke now because nobody shops there. So now, now Zona Rosa, the outdoor mall, the outdoor, yeah. it's so pretty. Well, why? I guess people are just living more in the other birds and I don't know what's going on. Where do people live? 
you know, it's very spread out. It's scene. very spread out. I feel like everybody's in the suburbs. Um, yeah. and the downtown is kind of just now getting cool. Right. Is that you think? Yeah. It's good that the downtown is going again. San Antonio uh, was a lot like that too. I feel like they're, they're not too far apart. Um, do you think Kansas City would benefit from building a river walk through their downtown? With the Missouri River, they need. I feel like they should focus on building around there, and you know, maybe getting some gondolas. Yes, why not? Gondolas. It's time. It's time. You, you can't go wrong. Gondolas. I know. All right, we've got some tacos and some taquitos here. I think it's time we put these tacos to the test. What do you say? I say let's do it. All right, let's do it. So we have two types of tacos here. We have a deep fried chicken taco, which they're famous for is their deep fried tacos. And we also have a soft shell taquito, which is one of their staple menu items. And this is a pork taquito. And it's not the, it's not, I think this is more of a traditional taquito, right? I would say this is more of a traditional one. Yeah. Yeah. Because we, I mean, when I hear taquito, I picture the the tightly rolled kind of skinny taquitos that you you know i mean nowadays you you know buy them at the store and put they're more them crispy the, yeah crispy yeah this is not crispy Mm-mm. what do you usually um get when you go there at la fonda well so they speaking of crispy they have an amazing crispy beef taco it's delicious that's what i usually get i'll get a couple of those along with their tortilla soup it's to die for Really yeah, good. everyone was raving about their soup. I almost so got good. some. So good. Yeah, but the, to, as far as tacos go, they're known for their crispy tacos. We have this fried chicken taco. Let's take a bite. So it's it's a fried shell. What are we looking at here? We got cheese, lettuce, and chicken. It's kind of a little bit of a puffy taco shell, but not super mm. puffy. This is really good. I really like this. Mm. I'm really into the the flavor of the of the tortilla, and I like that it's... Crispy, but not too crispy. It's kind of in between the, the deep fried. The shell is amazing. It's amazing. Wow. The shell is almost a meal in itself. Mm-hmm. I'd agree. It's a special treat. I agree. This is really good. This might be my favorite. Did you put sauce on yours? I did. The sauce is pretty good. I'm a fan of, I'm a fan of all sauces, to be honest. I like green, red, creamy. Um, I like the combination of this red, though, with this crispy shell. It's really good. I'm going to try some of the red salsa. Wow, this puffy or this this fried taco, I could go for like two more. They're amazing. Super good. I want to try the beef now. Wow. Yeah, I want three more of those puffy tacos. <laughs> those were amazing. We're just sitting here in awe of these tacos right now. Very good. That's how you know you're really into it is when you just have nothing to say. <laughs> We're just going to eat these in silence right now. <laughs> so good. It's super good. <laughs> so I did some research. I knew we were going to be eating taquitos today. Mm-hmm. I did a little research on taquitos. Can I read you my taquito research? Yes. I'd love to hear it. So this is off a website called White Wikipedia. The history of the taquito. A taquito is Spanish for small taco. It could also be called a rolled taco or a flauta because it is shaped like a flute. And I think we've talked before on the show that we wish you could really play music with a flauta. That would be fun. It's a Mexican food dish that typically consists of a small rolled up tortilla that contains filling, including beef, cheese, or chicken. Uh, the tortilla is then crisp fried or deep fried. The dish is often topped with condiments such as sour cream and guacamole. Corn tortillas are generally used to make taquitos. The dish is more commonly known as flautas when they are larger than their taquito counterparts and can be made with either flour or corn tortilla, although using corn is more traditional. That's the one thing I love about taquitos is dipping them into guacamole or sour cream. What do you usually dip your taquitos in? Are you a salsa, sour cream, guacamole girl? I'm or? a guacamole all the way. Guacamole and salsa. I can't. Ha- I cannot have a taco or taquito without either of those. I have to have at least one or the other in, in a perfect world, both. And I also really enjoy having 
pico de gallo on them as well. I love fresh onion and cilantro flavors of those. So the first reference to a small taco or taquito into the written language was in 1917 in a glossary of New Mexico Spanish. The modern definition of a taquito as a rolled tortilla dish was given in 1929 in a book of stories of Mexican people in the United States aimed at a youth audience where taquitos were particularly popular with railroad station vendors. Taquitos were referred to without definition in a 1932 issue of the Los Angeles School Journal. Two Southern California restaurants are often given credit for their role in the early development of the taquito in 1934. And I've also heard that in my many books of taco history that I own, taco was originally a slang term for dynamite sticks and taquitos look like dynamite sticks. So I believe that falls somewhere in that, in the origin of the name. I've never thought about that. That's an interesting thing. Very interesting. Very, very fascinating. I, I could talk taco history all day long, which sometimes I do <laughs> in a park. So if you want to come watch me. I'm into the taco history. I could talk taco history. So let's try this taquito. This is not tightly rolled. This is an mm-hmm. open. It's almost like a so- just a traditional taco. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <clears throat> what are the ingredients here? We're looking at, um, this is pork. This is pork. Do you like onions and cilantro on your tacos? I, I definitely, pref- with pork, um, I like the combination um, of cilantro and onions for sure. That's kind of just like I have to have it on pork. Do you usually put lime on, on this or do you just, are you going to do sauce? I always put lime. Lime's the way to go with, with these taquitos. I put lime on every taco pretty much or in any kind. Lime just goes great with the onions and the cilantro. So. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. All right, so let's give this uh, taquito a try. Did you already eat yours? I think I ate it all <laughs> already because it's all good. I'm into the traditional taquito. The pork was really good. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Very good. <laughs> this taquito is delicious. It's more like a just a traditional authentic taco, I think. Um, but... These are both amazing tacos. I love the fried taco. I want to just eat, you know, four more of those. We do golden tacos here at a scale of one to five golden tacos. What would you give La Fonda El Taquito? For both tacos individually, I give them both a 10. Out of five golden tacos. Oh. Five being best. A 10. (laughs) Just kidding. (laughs) I'd give them a five for sure. Okay, maybe a nine on the uh, on the on the pork, but only because I prefer my I prefer my um, a traditional taquito just wrapped with one flour tortilla. I was gonna say the two tortillas make it pretty thick. I was gonna mm-hmm. say this would be good with just one tortilla. But other than that, yeah, I mean it's 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 wonderful. So I would give it a four, and then I would give this other chicken taco a five. Like, like you said, I mean, I could probably eat like three of them. Yeah. These are some of the best tacos in town. I would say this is right up there with any of the places we've done that I have in my top five. I would say I would give La Fonda 4.8 out of five golden tacos for the fried taco alone. I mean, I, I want to go back tonight and just get four more. Those are delicious. I want to try the beef. These are some of the best tacos in town. You can't really, you can't go wrong. I agree. 4.8 for me. Okay. As well. Cool. All around. So we loved La Fonda, but there are some people out there that have given it a bad review. Oh, really? I would love to hear opinions. This is the part of the show called Bad Reviews, read in a funny voice. Would you like to read one of these bad reviews in a funny voice? Sure. Why not? Bad reviews on Talk of the Town. Talk of the Town. Talk of the Town. Talk of the Town. Eric S. says... With its prime location, you'd hope for some great Mexican food like the rest of the boulevard has to offer. Unfortunately, this place is about on par with a hospital cafeteria. I had chicken fajitas and the meat looked like a pre-cooked chicken that comes from a plastic box that you microwave. Absolutely flavorless. The entire meal. They also charge for chips and sauce, which are pretty super. 
The place was a zoo, and we were rushed out of there. No me gusta. One star. Sorry he had that experience. Sounded really dramatic for him. All right, I'm going to read one. This is from Garrett N. He says, Chips tasted like they were cooked in stale oil. Chicken burrito had dark meat. Staff weren't overly welcoming and yelled across the room for us to be seated when we walked in. A guy who appeared to be the owner slash manager smoked right outside the front door, which was open, causing smoke to roll right back into the restaurant. One star. Gosh. No me gusta. No me gusta. (laughs) Well, I'm glad we didn't have those bad experiences. No. I'm not even sure if those were the same places because what we had today was delicious. Me gusta. Very me gusta. <laughs> and I love I love the location. It's a great location. And I love the ins- they have a stage inside. So you mm-hmm. there's probably live performances on All the weekends. Time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Amazing. I saw that they were going to have a big Cinco de Mayo festival mm-hmm. uh, next weekend or coming up in a couple weekends. 4.8 golden tacos for both of us. La Fonda El Taquito. One of the best tacos in Kansas City. If you're in the area, located on Southwest Boulevard, right there, I'm sure you know where it is, with the blue awning right there on the corner. If you're in the area and you're having a hankering for some delicious tacos, stop on by. We'll be right back after this break. Lotus Pool Records is a proud sponsor of Taco the Town. Check out the latest music releases by Poster Children, Heidi Lynn Gluck, Sun Eaters, Panel Donor, and many more at lotuspool.com. Celebrating 25 years of music, that's lotuspool.com. Let me ask you a question. We know you like tacos, but do you like the paranormal? Ghost stories? Bigfoot? UFOs? extraterrestrials, cryptids like the Loch Ness Monster, the Dover Demon, and other unexplainable phenomenon? If you do, then you should listen to my new favorite podcast, The Bigfoot Collectors Club, hosted by Bryce Johnson and Michael McMillan. Every episode, Bryce and Michael explore these topics and present stories from paranormal history with guests. I had the pleasure of being a guest on episode seven of The Bigfoot Collectors Club, so look for that episode. We talked about alien implants and abductions. In the time I faked a UFO landing in fifth grade. If you like Bigfoot, collecting, and clubs, then you'll love Bigfoot Collectors Club. That's Bigfoot Collectors Club. You can find it wherever podcasts and chupacabras are found. Now back to the show. And now, it's time to get serious. It's time for Taco Topics. So this is called Taco Topics. This is the part of the show where I ask you some in-depth Taco questions. Just try to get to the bottom of your taco soul. Are you ready? I think so. All right, here goes. Question one. What's the one thing you look for in a taco? The one thing I look for in a taco, I'd have to say the tortilla is a big is a big thing for me. Yeah, because without a good tortilla, it kind of just distracts from all the other goodness inside of it. That tortilla we had tonight. On the fried was amazing. It was amazing. It made the taco. And then you're like, oh my gosh, the ingredients are good too. Absolutely. Do you prefer hard shell or soft shell? I like them both equally. I guess, like like I said, it depends on the flavor of the tortilla. I would say that I generally get soft, a soft traditional corn tortilla. Are you more of a hot or mild salsa or maybe just a lime? On your tacos. Oh, I love hot. I like a kick. I like my nose to be running at the end of the experience. That was some good salsa tonight. It was good. It was it was good in between. It had a little kick. Yeah. But it wasn't um I wasn't dying. So question three, when you're not eating tacos, what are you eating? Oh man, I eat tacos a lot. <laughs> that's, a, that's, a, that's a tough question. Oh. Is there something you eat almost as much? As you eat tacos. What do I eat? Just as much as tacos. Um, I don't know. It's hard, hard to, hard it, to I, find. I think it's on the total opposite end of the spectrum. It'd have to be a sweet. Oh, like a, okay. So a tr- like a snack, like a chocolate bar or a chocolate pop tart. 
Chocolate Pop-Tarts. Yeah, so there's that bakery at the River Market that makes these Pop-Tarts. And there's different cafes here in town that sell their Pop-Tarts in different flavors. Raspberry, blueberry, chocolate, lemon. I could eat those just as much. That sounds delicious. Or in conjunction. Wow. Yeah. I I want one of those Pop-Tarts now. Oh, my God, so good. The dough. So in your opinion, you've been to, you've lived in two amazing taco towns, San Antonio and Austin, Texas. In your opinion, is Kansas City a good taco town? Yes, absolutely. I was super shocked by the the taco scene here. It's on point. Yeah. That's what I'm trying to tell everybody. I, I, w- I would say there's not as many, but the ones that are here are on point. And, and I feel that way with a lot of the restaurants here in KC. That, you got some good restaurants, oh, huh? You got some good foods. There's some really good chefs in this town. Yeah, I'm into it. Is there something taco-wise you think Kansas City's missing that would step up their taco game? Maybe just more locations and keeping it and keeping it authentic. I, I feel like it could go I, – I feel like just having a balance of both La Fon type of homemade and, you know, you have your Mission Taco. It's more of like an Austin type fusion taco. Um, keeping a good balance of both, not one of right and the other. I think that's like key to having a good taco town. We get a lot of requests for more taco trucks. Everyone says Casey needs more taco trucks. I agree. Yeah. Different parts of it. Maybe even in the burbs, get some taco trucks out there. Yeah. Spread the taco love to the surrounding areas. Yeah. I like that. Spread the taco love. I'm all about that. Yeah. I agree. Is there one shining taco moment from your life that's really stayed with you through the years? A a very warm taco memory that you keep close to your heart. I do. It was my grandmother's homemade carne guisada taco on a flour tortilla. Yep, I remember it. Has she passed the recipe on to you? Do you know how to make it? I do. I wouldn't say I know how to make it as well, but it's a, it's a practice. It's a, you know, it's a process. Yeah. We get a lot of homemade taco memories. People share that, that warmth of growing up and eating homemade tacos. People, people really keep those memories close. Yeah. I I do have to add though. I want to say I had another moment that was just as memorable here in KC at San Antonio's with their pastor. Oh, it was on a really good day. And it was one of those days where I was like, oh, my goodness gracious. This is the best basura taco I've had in maybe all my life. Maybe. Nice. So go KC for that. It's kind of how I was when I first ate there, too. I was like, wow, where has this place been my whole life? Yeah. Have you ever had a time in your life when you've had to turn down tacos? Mm, I don't think so. I don't think so. I don't think I've ever turned down a taco. If there's a taco on the table, you will eat it. And now, and the that pause is thinking from when, like, when I was, if I was sick, maybe. Yeah. But no, even when I'm sick, I don't think I turned down a taco. Mm-mm. Even when you're ill, you want to eat a taco. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's a true taco fanatic. I know. Been there. Do you have any taco no nos or taco phobias? Yeah, I don't. I um I don't like my I don't like when there is too much tortilla and not enough fillings inside. Right. That's kind of my taco pet peeve. Yeah. Got to either fill it up or get a smaller tortilla. Exactly. Yeah. But I'm fine with, you know, picking the rest off with a fork or my hands or whatever. I, I in fact, if overflow is fine with the taco. I think I think that's healthy for a taco. Yeah. The overflow. Plus, like, if you've got too much tortilla, I mean, what are you eating there? You're eating a burrito, and you don't want to go into the burrito zone, you know? That's a whole other zone. Yeah. We don't like to talk about burritos here on the show, but, yeah, that's... You don't want to take the train to Burritoville when you want to be in taco, the town land. Yeah, taco you know? town, Burritoville. It's all about taco land. They're different places. Different people. Different, yes. Yeah. Absolutely. So this is a speed round. Just first thing that pops into your head. These are yay or nay questions. Okay. Taco pizza, yay or nay? Nay. Taco salad, yay or nay? Yay. 
Taco burgers, yay or nay? Nay. Have you ever had a taco burger? I have had a taco burger. Was it? It was just nay. It was super nay. (laughs) Super nay. Taco dogs, yay or nay? I've never had a taco dog to be to be quite honest, but I but I would say nay. Mini tacos from Seven Eleven, yay or nay? Nay. Choco tacos, yay or nay? Yay. I knew you'd like that because you like the chocolate, yeah. Tacos with a shell made out of a fried chicken breast. Available now at Taco Bell. Yay or nay? Oh, my goodness. That's a toss-up. I would generally say nay, but um, the whole, just the fried chicken part, I mean, I'm into that. (laughs) I've always wanted just that sold to me. I've never tried it. I think I think I might yay it. I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm going to go with yay. Go ahead and yay it because it's delicious. Tacos with a shell made out of a fried egg for breakfast available at Taco Bell. Yay or nay? Nay. Nay. Are you a big breakfast taco fan? I am. Just not with an eggshell. Just not with an eggshell. Tacos served with French fries. Yay or nay? Nay. And what's your favorite taco side dish? Chips and salsa, chips and guacamole, chips and queso. Rice, what's your favorite side dish? Rice and black beans Ooh. together, mixed, all at one. I like the black beans too. Yeah. yeah. What's your favorite song to listen to in your car when you're on your way to eat tacos? Oh, I want to say my favorite song to listen to on my way to go eat a taco would be, it would probably be Daft Punk. I'm going to say Daft Punk. Uh, the song would be Celebrate. Um, is that the name of that one? <laughs> oh, what is it? Theme from Tron 2. Oh, that's a good one. You know, I guess you can't really go wrong with any of the Daft Punk songs. Let's just say Daft Punk. That's that's great. On a mix. On, on a mix. Going, going Surprise anywhere. me. Yeah. Surprise me with the track. Yeah. There's a book called The Taco Cleanse. And they say everyone has four distinct taco personalities. I want to know what taco personality you are. Are you a taco purist, a taco adventurist, taco sentimentalist, or taco contortionist? I have no idea what the definition of these are, but which one do you think you are? Contortionist, man. I want to know what that one is. I would like to be that one, but I think the one I identify with the most would be a taco adventurist. Okay. So a little bit, I would say you're a little bit purist though too, right? There, yeah. I'm, I struggle with the purist, the traditional, you know, stick to the, stick to the right taco, right. you know, but, but you also are an adventurist in life mm-hmm. and you do, you would say you seek out new tacos and you like to go on taco adventures. I do. And I, I do have to say that sometimes I do feel like I'm cheating on traditional tacos sometimes when I do enjoy a new taco that's just not in the books, not in the ancient books. So this is a new section of the show called the taco gauntlet. I'm going to put you through the taco gauntlet right now. There are two choices of foods. One of them is something else. And one of them is tacos. You either answer the other food or tacos to make it through the taco gauntlet. I think I'm setting this up right. We'll see how far you get. I think you're going to make it all the way through. I have faith that you will make it through this taco gauntlet. Don't let me down. Okay. Ham or tacos? Tacos. Chinese or tacos? Tacos. Pizza or tacos? Tacos. (laughs) Spaghetti or tacos? Tacos. Steak or tacos? Tacos. A hamburger or tacos? Tacos. Chicken or tacos? Tacos. Hot dog or tacos? Tacos. Chili dog or tacos? Tacos. That was close. Scared there for a second. Soup or tacos? Tacos. Any kind of seafood or tacos? Tacos. Sushi or tacos? Oh, have they made a sushi taco out there yet? 
don't think so. You love me some fish tacos. I think tacos though. Okay. I can't. I, do, I can't do sushi every day. Yeah, I can do tacos every day though. Right. Yeah, tacos. Fajitas or tacos? Tacos. Burritos or tacos? Oh come on, tacos. A sandwich or tacos? Tacos. Cheesesteak or tacos? Tacos. A casserole or tacos? Tacos. And finally, ice cream or tacos? There are choco tacos out there. I'll go with tacos. Yeah, you did it. You made it through. Whew. That was rough. It was rough. There were a couple times, but you made it. Yeah, that was good. Worried there about the chili dogs. The the chili dogs and pizza. That was uh, (laughs) that was hard, and the sushi. But oh yeah, sushi was close. But I can't. I couldn't eat those things every day. I could eat a taco every day. Right now, the ice cream you can just eat a a choco taco and get the best of both worlds. Right. Yeah. Yeah. This is the part of the show where I get to ask you to ask me a taco related question. This is called Taco to Me. Do you have a taco-related question you'd like to ask me? Yeah. I'm curious to know what taco drives you crazy. A taco that drives me crazy? Mm-hmm. A good crazy. Um, Gets you excited. Makes you crave it at another time. Gets you out of bed. I'm going to have to say, now that I've tasted it, these fried tacos from La Fonda El Taquito, it's driving me crazy right now because I want another. There's always new tacos I try, and I'm like, you know, where has this taco been my whole life? Uh, and I want to start a relationship with that taco and visit it all the time. So I would say right now it's the fried taco from La Fonda. But I think the first time I had a double-decker Taco Supreme from Taco Bell, that summer was a big summer for me. Do you remember that summer? I think so. <laughs> that was a real big time in my life. That changed my life. That made me get out of bed. But Taco Bell didn't serve breakfast then. So oh, weird. And, yeah. So that drove me crazy for a little while. You know, there's always new tacos that pop up that drive me crazy. And then I eat them a lot. So they don't drive me as crazy. But right now I'm going to say this taco with the fried shell. I mean, I had times when I've been, you know, driven crazy by in tub tacos. Have you had in a tub yet? I have not. Ooh. That's next to my list. I mean, tacos drive me crazy a lot. They've driven me to the point of doing a podcast about them. So, Have you ever had to break up with a taco? You know? And why? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I have. Uh, yeah. I had to end some relationships with some tacos. Let's hear it. What happened? Well, that kind of falls in with the bad taco experience I had that I can't talk about. Okay. Because of legal reasons. Oh. So. Okay. But yeah, there's some tacos that I can't visit anymore. Are you okay? How does that make you feel? It hurts. Okay. I mean, it hurts, but. But you're making new taco memories, right? Yeah. So that's great. Yeah. Yeah, new memories. Exploring new taco, new tacos situations, and yeah, just gotta get, gotta put yourself back out there, you know. Yeah, you have to. Can't let one taco get you down. No, no, I'm not living. No, gotta open up those blinds and let the sun in, you know. Yeah, get back out there. Yeah, I'm so glad that I had that taco today because it's really it's opening my eyes to new tacos. And without those other tacos, you wouldn't be where you're at today with these new tacos. Right. It might, you might not have liked these new tacos had not been for the old tacos. Yeah. You just gotta, you gotta, you gotta live, you know, you can't, you can't sit, you can't just sit in the dark and say, I'm not going to go eat tacos today. I'm having a, I'm having a gloomy day. You know, you gotta get out there, eat as many tacos as you can make make friends with some tacos maybe it leads to you going there more you know maybe they become more than friends yeah are we still talking about tacos i think so okay well thanks for being on the show thanks for having me this has been been a blast (laughs) 
where can people find you on social media or do you have anything you'd like to to plug or tell our listeners before we close up shop? Sure. Um, follow me on Instagram at Ice Ice Isa. That is ice as an I-C-E, I-C-E, I-S-A. And you can also find me on Facebook under Aisa Palomares. And I was going to ask you at the beginning of the show, how many times have people spelled your name Asia instead of Aisa in oh, your life? Every day. Every day. <laughs> I mean, every day I get called Asia somewhere. Asia. Gas station, grocery store, the doctor's office. I mean. So you pretty much, you're used to it. Yeah, you can call me Asia. So you did. You probably had a teacher in school go, Asia Palomares. Yep. And you'd be like, it's Aisa. And he'd be like, oh, yep, yeah. sorry about that. Nowadays, I just don't correct. And the kids, Asia, your continent. How funny. And then you have to explain and go, actually, no, the I is in front of the S. So now I just let it go. Call me Asia. Which is kind of a cool name anyway, too. But yeah, it's not your name. It's fine. Cool. Well, thanks for being on the show. And thanks for talking tacos with me. Thanks for having me on the show and talking tacos. Remember, you can follow us on Facebook at Taco the Town KC or on Twitter at Taco the Town KC and on Instagram at Taco the Town KC. Please rate and review and subscribe to the show on iTunes, Stitcher, and Podbean. If you'd like to recommend a taco place for us to review or just to give us a taco tip, reach out via email by sending a message to tacothetowntopics at gmail.com. Thanks to engineer Matt Allen, executive producer Chris Garibaldi, and thanks to the band Sun Eaters, who wrote all the music you hear here on Taco the Town. Their catalog is available on lotuspool.com. And until next time, go, go eat, eat some tacos! tacos.